The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani with The Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you very much, America, for tuning in. Than any, any other place you happen to be. But I'm particularly uh, emphasizing America because of the disturbing poll that we, we, we pointed it out yesterday, but it kind of hit the Wall Street Journal and the Post, and I think it was a Wall Street Journal poll, actually, done in conjunction with the University of Chicago. A very disturbing poll, which shows that uh, about, only about a third of Americans think that patriotism has value, that God has value, uh, that having children has value. Uh, the majority have switched uh, to the other to the other posi- position. I'll, I'll just give give you the numbers that I have, so you make your own conclusions. Patriotism is down from seventy percent as values that are very important to them. That's the way the question was asked. Okay, are these values very important to you? Patriotism. Nineteen ninety eight. Seventy percent of Americans said uh, yes. That's down to 38%. That's a very, very significant drop. And a drop actually of 61% from 2019 to 38%. So that that drop is 2019 to 2023, the bigger part of it. Uh, Religion is down from 62%, as very important to them, to 39%. Now, the, 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 the interesting thing there is that drop occurred between 98 and 2019, most of it, and then another 9% between 2019 and 2023. So uh, patriotism hung on a little longer, and they're both down to 38, 39% of Americans think they're very important. Uh, that's, you know, that's very disturbing, and I'm going to tell you why. I mean, obviously, you have a lot of reasons for it, but I'm going to tell you one very significant reason in a minute. Having children is down from 59% to 30%. I mean, that's where we populate our society, our civilization, our people. Uh, we, we, we reproduce. That's one of our primary functions as human beings, to populate the species. The community involvement has had a little bit more of a... Of a of an up and down. It was 47% in 98. In 2019, it was way up to 62%, and it dropped to 27% by 2023. I wonder how much the pandemic had something to do with that. I mean, that because that's the intervening major event, and I, it's, uh, it's hard to just immediately see how that would affect the importance of community involvement. And then money... The value of money went up from 31% to 43%, with most of that happening between 98 and 2019. So patriotism, 70 to 38%. Religion, 62 to 39%. Having children, 59 to 30%. And money is the only thing that went up, the value of money, uh, how valuable it is to you, not the value of the money, but 31% to 43%. So what the, what the picture we see here is a picture, first of all, of a very materialistic country, uh, patriotism, not important. Religion, not important. Money, important. Having children, not important. Uh, we see a blueprint of a Marxist country. I mean, if you read Karl Marx at all, the people that followed him 
up to like people like Saul Alinsky, who was a mentor to Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Uh, they deride uh, nationalism and patriotism. Uh, one of one of the main uh, one of the main uh, punching bags of George Soros, who's been responsible for the death of so many people in American cities, is American nationalism, patriotism, and he's invested a lot of money in getting us uh, to dislike our country. Uh, and of course, you know, the president gets us to dislike our country when he tells us that we're systemically racist. I mean, God has been uh, uh, a punching bag for a long time. Uh, and but the big drop occurred between 98 and now it was at least back in 98 a majority of Americans still thought God was of value to America now only 27 percent religion and having children has gone down uh, dra uh, dramatically now uh, there I would tell you the reason this is so um, Important is this means our country is either arrived at or uh, is a, a significant um, significant distance along the way to being a communist country. These are these are all um, uh, values that communism frontally attacks in order to take over your country. They've got to get rid of God. They've got to get rid of loving your country. They've got to get rid of loving your culture. That's what the Cultural Revolution in China was all about. Uh, I don't know about children, if they have to get rid of children. Um, but, I mean, the, the children belong to the state, not the parents uh, under communism. And we can see that happening, right? Right from McAuliffe's comment a couple, couple of years ago, that parents shouldn't have anything to say about the education of their children. I mean, the state is much better at deciding how kids should be educated and, uh, and everything else, and whether, you know, they should be male or female. Um that the, these are all major themes of uh, the communist philosophers and the implementers, the people who turn countries into communist countries. Uh, and it is uh, it is uh, uh, extremely frightening to see what's happened. Second, this is a country, as Abraham Lincoln told us, that is not uh, uh, based on common ethnicity. We're not all Italian or French or German or whatever else, right? Irish. We're all different nationalities. It's not one color. We're white and we're black and we're brown and any other race you could imagine. It's not one religion. This is not, uh, 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 you know, this is not Israel. It's not um, what Europe used to be like. You know, there used to be Catholic countries or Protestant countries or and now there are Muslim countries, right? I don't think there are any more, like, just Christian countries. Uh, but um, we're, we're not, we're, but we're not and never have been a country of one religion. We're specifically not. So we don't have a common ethnic origin. We don't have a common religious origin. We don't even have a common cultural origin. We're all different cultures. So what holds us together, uh, somebody asked Abraham Lincoln once, and Abraham Lincoln said, our shared values. That's what makes you an American, and that really is patriotism, right? And to some extent, it would have been back then religion. Well, that's shattered now. Majority of our country does not have shared values. And in fact, our country is deeply split. 
Republicans are are um, a, a, a healthy majority. I wouldn't say you know an overwhelming majority, which surprises me. Are uh, see patriotism as uh, very valuable. That's fifty nine percent. I would have thought it was seventy or eighty. I don't know what the heck you're doing as a Republican if you don't consider patriotism very valuable. I don't know what you're doing as an American if you don't, by the way. But in any event, that's me. Only 23% of Democrats think that patriotism is valuable. I mean, this is basically a Democrat problem. Uh, Patriotism is down to 23% among Democrats, and religion is down 27% among Democrats. It's at 53% for Republicans. Even having children, having children is is down to 26% among uh, Democrats. And it's at 38% among Republicans, which is not very impressive, right? And community involvement is down for everybody. 32% for Democrats, 23% for independents, they're the most, and 25% for Republicans. And money, there's one thing that Republicans and Democrats agree on. 45% of Republicans, 45% of Democrats agree that money is very valuable. So... Um, if we're a country of shared values, well, we're not a country of shared values now. We don't have a border anymore. We don't have shared values. How much longer are we going to be a country? And when does Soros and Obama and Klaus Schwab and Biden get their wish and we become merged into a one-world government? Blinken? That's their goal, which is another way of saying China will control the world. And they're getting ready to do it by 2048, and it has to be that that has, that that has uh, accelerated in a poll like this. Um, so one of the comment, commentators on the poll says it shows a symptom of rising individualism and a growing sense of entitlement. I don't agree with that. This is not individualism. This is narcissism, which is an illness. This is um, out of control, just caring about yourself. And nothing more valuable than you and, and your whatever you want to do. It shows little or no concern about other people. Uh, patriotism would indicate that having children, you don't see any obligation to, to, to you know, increase the next generation and, and be part of the uh, wonderful and, 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 and enormously valuable part of educating future Americans. This is a very, very sad poll, and it was heavily affected by the last three or four years and heavily affected by the leadership of the country, which kind of agrees with this. They don't want God. Democrats don't want God in America. They actually took saying a prayer out of um, the Democratic Convention one year, and they sort of had to put it back just to make believe they put it back. But look, only 27% of them think religion has any value. 53% of Republicans do. And uh, only uh, 23% of them think patriotism has any value. That's pathetic among Democrats. So this is a Democrat left wing, you know, taken over. 
unfortunately, and taking over our thinking and destroying what ties us together as Americans. So when we say Democrats preach hatred and, and dislike for America, our history, our values, our way of life, I mean, this poll kind of tells you that objectively. Uh, this, this needs a lot of work. And boy, does it need America first again. Uh, or anything like that. Let's make America great again. Let's understand, you know, and this is happening while record numbers of people are, are risking their lives and breaking the law and to come into this country. No other country has that. I mean, seems like the only ones that don't know the value of this country are the people who live here. Uh, plus, they don't seem to be uh, going anywhere else. I mean, if the ones that don't like the country and don't think patriotism is valuable, which means you don't like the values of this country, why don't you go somewhere else? I mean, there are a lot of people left still. I mean, 58, 59% of Republicans still think patriotism is valuable. They still think America is a great land. Maybe, you know, they should stay and the rest of you should just go. We'll see if we can bring up an, a new generation. I mean, I'm kidding. What I'd much prefer to see is you, you, you throw out the American haters from office. You rename the Democrat Party because it's a party uh, more associated with slavery than any of the things or people you've renamed to show that you're not hypocrites. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. And you start over again with a party that agrees with the Republicans that America is the greatest country on earth with uh, uh, being a human country and therefore it needs improvement and doesn't do everything right. But it does more things right than any place else on earth with regard to the important things like freedom. I mean, this is underscored by the opioid deaths, which are surging for everybody. Uh, thanks to Joe Biden not having a border for the U.S. So we're a country without shared values, and we're a country without a border. You stay that way for too long, and you're not a country anymore. We'll be back very shortly. Rudy Giuliani. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And I have, um, I have a prophet here. I had him on yesterday, I believe, Ted. Uh, Ted Goodman, my sidekick. And Ted, um, Ted uh, did a very, very good job of explaining how that picture, you know, of Trump and the baseball bat, and Bragg was not put together by Trump. Well, unbeknownst to us, even before Ted gave that explanation, that's exactly the way Trump, and we didn't know this, explained it to uh, uh, Han Hannity. And, and um, 
almost word for word the same. In fact, when we first heard it, we thought he got it from Ted, but it, they both independently arrived at that conclusion. So why don't you just explain that again? Because, of course, the media is not covering it, which is really outrageous because they leave the false impression that Trump took um, a picture of him with a baseball bat and a picture of Bragg and put one right next to the other, when in fact the baseball bat picture goes back to when he was president like three, four years ago, and he was doing a Made in America sort of uh, promotion, and the, and the Bragg picture, bo both of them were picked by the publication. But go ahead, Ted. That's right, Mayor. Of course, uh, the president, what he did was share a an article that, yes, had a favorable headline for him. Uh, so he, good story, he wants to share it out with the world because who else is going to tell the truth about these things? So he puts out this story, uh, and the article itself, uh, the news organization itself, a national file, had a uh, picture accompany the story. It was a picture of the president inside the Oval Office, highlighting some sort of Made in America event. So yeah, he, he was, you know, swinging these baseball bats. Uh, uh, so it's a picture of him with the bat, juxtaposed next to a separate picture of Elvin Bragg. So it's a side-by-side -side that the news outlet chose to accompany the story. Uh, the president shared this story on his social media. And uh, what does the media do and the fake news? They immediately start talking about how, oh, Trump shared uh, an, a doctored photo of Trump of himself with a baseball bat to Alvin Bragg's head. Nothing could be further from the truth. That is misinformation. That's, that's flat out as fake as fake news can come. Uh, the president was simply sharing a story uh, to his social media. Uh, the news outlet uh, chose the photos that would accompany this said story. And so when the media comes out and says Trumpish, uh, uh, sharing, you know, doctored photo of himself uh, in a violent position against Alvin Bragg. That's just a flat-out lie, and it's so disingenuous and unfortunate uh, that that so many of the news. We're going to take a break right now, Ted, and uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. And you stay tuned, and we'll get to your questions in a very short while. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, I think that um, we should, we should uh, uh, point, uh, point out that, uh, uh, and should correct actually, the uh, statement of the president's lawyer, Joe Tacopina, rather surprising, but he didn't seem to have gotten the explanation from his client, which seems to be uh, kind of provable technologically. So let's go to 21 for a moment. I, again, I'm not his social media consultant. Um, I, I don't. I think that was an ill-advised post that one of his social media people put up, and he quickly took down when he realized the rhetoric and the photo that was attached to it. Now, Ted, that isn't what happened, right? Again, this was a, a photo, which, again, was not some sort of doctored photo. It was a picture of the president celebrating a, uh, you know, make, 
Make Stuff in America event in the Oval Office. So he's celebrating with a uh, American-made baseball bat. Juxtaposed next to a position uh, a picture of Alvin Bragg. The photos weren't weren't doctored at all, and on top of it, uh, the president played no role in that picture uh, making its way as part of the story. That was a decision made by uh, presumably the editors at this news outlet uh, known as National File. And so anyone uh, who is suggesting otherwise um, is, 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 is missing uh, what happened there, and it's actually feeding into the fake news and their constant attacks against this president. It, for the most part, these are unwarranted attacks with no merit, and in many cases, in most cases, they're flat-out lies. So, I mean, this is how, how something like that affects even your lawyer, uh, who sort of like just quickly, um, you know, I can't I can't tell you how many people call me and said, gee, tell Trump not to do that and, and uh, tell Trump not to do it and tell Trump not to do it. And I probably was going to do that. I saw him that night. I was going to say, you know, Mr. President, you really shouldn't do something like that until Ted, Ted said, you know, Mayor, it didn't happen that way. If you look at this carefully, you see it came from the publication. And then, lo and behold, independently again, that is, that's the official explanation. And uh, even his people were apologizing for something he didn't do. And, uh, you know, it's in the, and of course now the, the, the crooked press is not going to, it's not going to correct it. Just like they have buried the fact that the uh, killer here uh, was transgender. They, they, they say the killer was suffering from an emotional illness and was seeing a doctor and therefore shouldn't have had guns. Well, there's no new law that has to be passed to deal with that. The law that exists needs to be enforced. Or you have to figure out the answer to a conundrum, which is what should a psychiatrist be, be required to reveal? So, I mean, it's easy to say the minute a psychiatrist suspects that their uh, patient might do a killing or do harm, they should report the person, and then the person will be put on a list so they can't get guns. On the other hand, did you ever consider how many people who have tendencies like that might not go to a psychiatrist or might very well withhold that information for fear of being put on a list? And I have no idea because I'm not a psychiatrist and I'm not a psychologist except an amateur one, how many people are helped by psychiatrists to avoid engaging in violence when they have fantasies and thoughts about it. I do know people will momentarily say things, I'm going to kill that person, I want to kill that person, I'd like to see that person dead, da -da 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 -da. And they never do anything, and maybe you shouldn't say that. Certainly not a public official shouldn't say that. But it's for, for a lot of people, it's either a figure of speech. So we got, that's, that's a question of disciplining your language. Or it might be a momentary feeling that uh, the various social controls and uh, uh, criminal punishments and uh, just common sense that might enter into it after a person thinks more wisely about it a take over those people might not go seek help or think I mean it's almost analogous to people who have suicidal thoughts right uh, you know many many people have suicidal thoughts that never commit suicide so how do you distinguish the people who 
have suicidal thoughts and they're never going to act on it. And the people who have suicidal thoughts and they're really, really serious. Now, sometimes it's obvious, I guess. But a lot of times it's not. And what you don't want to do is to cut down the number of people who get help from psychiatrists. No matter how many jokes you tell about psychiatrists, they do a valuable function. I mean, they, they deal with illness. And I am pretty sure that the American Psychological Association lives transgenderism, if you want to call it that, as an emotional disorder. I don't know, and I don't have it with me, I have it in New York, if the DSM uh, uh, 5, is it 5? I think 5, uh, listed as a mental illness. I'm not sure. And then I'm not sure if the law requires reporting someone with an emotional disturbance so they can't have a gun, or does it have to be a mental illness? But these are all questions of definitions and the application of the law. You think about the shooter in Buffalo, New York. Uh, that person uh, is really a question of New York not enforcing the laws that exist. Unlike this person where there was, uh, it seems like, one psychiatrist, and the parents had some hints of it. The parents said that the, and I don't really know whether to say daughter or son. I'm sorry. I think most recently, uh, uh, Hale, what is it, Hale, Hale or uh, identified as a male, Audrey Hale. But she also used another name uh, as a male, and most recently she was identifying as a male. So let's say he. I don't know how serious he's problem was, and it, did it rise to the level of uh, him telling uh, the psychiatrist uh, things that would suggest violence or not? But there's no doubt she was being, he was being treated for emotional disorder, say the parents. And the police chief says that uh, the question of being transgender, uh, playing a role in it, uh, hasn't, been, hasn't been resolved, hasn't been, uh, uh, I guess, looked into. So that is an open, apparently an open question. Uh, if you go to uh, if you go to cut eight, let me just play that rather than rather than take the risk of uh, of paraphrasing it incorrectly. I don't want to do that. Uh, uh, number eight, please. We feel that she identifies as trans, but we're still in the initial investigation into all of that and if it actually played a role into this uh, incident. Uh, as we know more, we'll definitely make that known, uh, but right now we're unsure if that actually played a role. Okay, I think that's a very fair statement, and I hope it doesn't you know, result in all kinds of crazy, craziness. Um, and, I'm ha and Ted is, I think Ted is right now checking the American Psychological Association. So let's leave that uh, uh, subject to research. Much more uh, research to be done. Okay. but uh, uh, So what we do know from the police and from the parents is that Audrey Hale was being treated for an emotional disorder, which is not described. She, he, was definitely transgender. And according to the current police reports, was most recently identifying as a male. 
Now, I, er, I, I, I caution you that any of those facts could be incorrect because at this stage of a criminal proceeding, facts are notoriously uh, uh, incorrect. I mean, people just don't get it right at the beginning. Nobody's lying particularly. But, I mean, I've done too many of these to ever see one of these where everything at the beginning turns out to be correct. Uh, and I always, when I was mayor, would urge people, I'm going to give you the facts that I have. And if they turn out to be wrong, uh, uh, half of them probably will, or a third of them. Did it on 9-11, too. I mean, first thing I was told on 9-11, if I had been talking to the press, was a twin-engine plane hit the Northern Tower. I mean, a few minutes later, it was obvious when the second plane hit that that wasn't the case. But at the time, that's what I was told. I, mean, I would have no reason not to believe it until I looked at the building. So when you get into these, um, when you get into these uh, 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 crises, you got to be careful. Now I want you to listen to an expert on this whole canard about gun control. Before we get to how our sick president acted like a man who belongs in a nursing home yesterday about this, he did go on about gun control as if it would control the behavior of a mentally or emotionally disturbed person or a criminal. I'd like you to hear the words of uh, the person who has the uh, strongest record in American history in reducing crime. Number nine. Gun control does not control the behavior of criminals or madmen. They're not controllable. Just by the very definition of the word gun control, these, these people are uncontrollable. They don't follow rules. So why would you expect that if you had all these rules, they would follow it. We have a lot of rules. We have a lot of gun control. And it doesn't do a damn thing right? for criminals. It, it, it affects the behavior of legitimate people. But it doesn't affect the behavior of criminals. I agree with him. Don't you, Ted? 100%. <laughs> that was me on John's uh, show, John Castamatini's show, which comes on today at 5. Who, who was that wise, wise man? <laughs> that was me, and I, I mean, I, I think what I told you was common sense. There are 300 million-plus guns out there, legal and illegal, mostly illegal. I'm sorry. You can pass all the laws in the world. You're not going to seize all of them. So if you pass strict laws and you restrain behavior, it affects, you know, 95% people who are affected by the law, you and me. Again, by their by very definition, criminals and mentally uncontrollable people aren't affected by the laws. They're not affected by controls. So uh, if a criminal wants to get a gun and there are the strictest gun control laws in the world, the only way you would make it anything but a more dangerous situation than it is now is if you seized all 300 million guns, which you, you can't do. You can reduce the population of guns, and that is very effective. And that's how I reduce murders and save more lives than any mayor in history. I didn't do it through gun control. So why don't you come and ask me how to reduce murder? I'm the only one who's ever really done it, I think, big time, like 70, 60, 70 percent. Well, you can go ask Bloomberg or, or Kelly. But they did it, you know, 10 percent, 12 percent. I did the 60 percent. And I'm going to tell you, it had nothing. If I relied on gun control, there'd still be the same number of murders, Biden. 
So uh, stop it. And by the way, it's really offensive when people die that you do this crap, this political crap, and this uh, propaganda crap. Because that's what it is. It's illegal to shoot somebody and kill them, right? Yeah, and, and, and look, I, I, know this, I know this is rather simplistic, but uh, cars kill. No, they don't. People driving cars kill. The car doesn't go off by its own and go hit people. And the gun, that gun wasn't being shot on its own. There was a disturbed human being who, uh, given the state of our knowledge of mental illness and our laws, the laws are there. They're just not enforced. And this is a situation in which there may be an issue as to whether uh, there's a, a bright line by which you can enforce it. By the way, Buffalo isn't. Buffalo is directly uh, in the lap of uh, Governor Hochul, who does nothing to, to put emphasis on strictly enforcing the gun laws because nobody enforced the gun laws that obviously should have been enforced in that case. So uh, let's take a moment of silence and do what our uh, disturbed, mentally deficient president didn't do yesterday. Other than talk about ice cream, why don't we mention the names and say the names of the people who died, the three nine-year-olds, Evelyn Dykhouse, Haley Scruggs, and William Kinney, and the uh, head of the school, uh, Catherine Coates, uh, Mike Hill, who was the custodian, 61 years old, and Cynthia Peake, who was a substitute teacher. They all lost their lives uh, yesterday in a senseless, horrible situation. Let's take a moment and let's do what, a, a lot, obviously a lot of Americans don't do anymore, but let's say a prayer for them, like the picture I'm looking at of three youngsters from the Covenant School here with their heads bowed in prayer. And let's extend that not only for the repose of their souls, but to their families and the entire community, which is now one family suffering untold grief. I went to Sandy Hook when that happened, and I, you know, I'll never forget it. Um, mm. uh, I want to congratulate the police. This was not a situation like the one we faced. I don't want to bring it up, you know, where the, where the police went in the other direction. These cops, if you watch, I Ted showed me the the. Uh, the video before, these cops were brave as hell. They just came right in and they just kept going forward, like our military. Well, they got, they, they got a call at 10 or 13, and this uh, killer was dead by 1027. So what is that, 13, 14 minutes from getting the call to disposing of the killer, who had, uh, uh, from everything being said here uh, by, uh, by the police, who had a large amount of ammunition, Chief Drake says, uh, had a large am uh, amount of ammunition left and was seems like was in the first phase of a wipeout. So we don't know how many lives those cops saved, but we know their bravery saved lives of young people and, 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 and teachers that were available for this uh, per uh, person uh, to, to kill. And I mean, and and then 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 you know, yesterday there was a debate, and um, 
I've forgotten who it was on, I think it was the five I was listening to after I, I got off the air, and the liberal uh, plant there, <laughs> I've forgotten her name, uh, stupidly said, uh, it wouldn't help if you put armed guards in schools. It would, uh, it would just traumatize the kids. Gosh, you know, uh, some of the others, and Judge Janine, of course, crushed her by saying what's a lot better than being dead. And also, it's really uh, 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 part of the liberal uh, sickness in brainwashing kids. I mean, kids should get used to the society they're growing up in. If you're going to live in Chicago, uh, hardly going to traumatize you if there's somebody there to protect you from the mayhem and killing that happens every weekend because the Democrats sure as hell don't do it. And you've got to learn that we're in a dangerous society. And uh, the, as I was taught when I was a little boy, and used to be average, the policeman is your friend. We're going to take a uh, short break, and we'll be back with the mayor's final words. That's Rudy Giuliani. America's mayor. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Well, my final thoughts today uh, are sponsored, as they always are, by uh, Tunnels of Towers, T2T.org. Tunnel of the Towers is a wonderful organization, worthy of your support. In fact, you're going to feel better for doing it because they take care of our uniform members who die in the line of duty, their families, and those who lose uh, the use of their uh, limbs and need uh, smart homes and families who need economic support. $11 a month will make you uh, somebody who has the back of our most most important people and our real heroes. Uh, there isn't much time left. I don't know where the time went. We had so many things to discuss, uh, including, uh, you know, we, we did cover the poll, but Netanyahu's uh, changing his p- position on the judiciary. I'm... I'm really getting concerned for him in a way because uh, it almost seems like there's nobody else that can run that country and this whole thing with the judiciary is 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 hurting him there's an article in the wall street journal that points out that the opioid death surge the fentanyl communist chinese inspired surge that makes them wealthy and kills a hundred thousand or more of our people, particularly young people, every year is now affecting the homeless, and there's now a new drug that we'll talk about tomorrow that somehow rots your skin. I mean, it's like a horror movie, but the Biden administration is a horror movie. As I said when I was discussing the poll that shows we no longer have shared values, if we don't have shared values and we don't have a border, it may be that we don't have a country. Remember, Abraham Lincoln said, America exists because of shared values. Pray for America and be one of those who still thinks God is important in religion. God bless America and thank God that you're in America. We'll see you tomorrow.